Life by Divine with Sue DeMay fosters deep healing and profound awakenings as she guides you to hear, answer, and trust the highest calling of your heart. Your host and sacred guide is global impact visionary leader Sue DeMay, a best-selling author, international speaker, and gifted intuitive healer who challenges all of us to shift from life by default or even life by design to truly living life by divine. And now, here is Sue DeMay. Welcome to the show. I am here once again with you sharing messages that come through my heart from spirit, from the divine. And today, the message that came in was how to navigate spiritual redirects and course corrections. So a lot has changed for me. And I feel like in the last two or three weeks, everything has been kind of turned upside down and sideways. And I've, I've kind of explained it to a few different people. I feel like I was juggling a lot of balls. And then all of a sudden, all the balls just were juggling along. And then they all just stayed suspended in the air. And I was looking up at them all, wondering if any, if all of them, or if one of them at least would come falling back down. And none of them did. They were all just up there, suspended. And it was an interesting vision that I kept getting because what it really forced me to do was to really, again, once again, surrender everything, surrender everything, my whole entire life, my business, my personal life, my everything. And it was just another deep surrender and letting go. The thing with life by divine is it requires us to really take each step with deep trust and blind faith. I've talked about that. I did a whole episode about that. But what I really need you to hear today is that it requires a wide open mind. In order to have that beautiful intimate dance of life by divine, where we allow our heart to fully take the lead, where we let the divine guide us and direct our every move and our every decision. It requires an unwinding in the mind. It requires an opening at the level of the mind. And really what it requires is for you to sit into a a state of being Deeply curious, but I have no idea. I don't know, and it's okay. You have to shift into the, I know nothing about anything. And that's one of the chapters in my book, Stand Up, Stand Out, Stand Strong, A 30-Day Guide to Navigate Life When the Shift Hits the Fan. There's a whole chapter on, I know nothing about anything. It's when we can really deeply surrender everything we think we want everything we think we need, all our personal preferences, agendas, dreams, goals, intentions, all of it, all of it needs to be surrendered, forgiven, and let spirit hold it for you. So you're essentially saying to the divine here, take this and and hold it all for me. Because on a human level, in our human mind, everything we think or perceive is, is limited. 
when we perceive life through the lens of the mind, it's filtered through all our programming. It's filtered through our fears. It's filtered through our history, our past, our past experiences, our, our memories, our fears, our worries, our anxieties, our concerns about the future. When we are processing life through our human mind, it's limited. The potential is limited because our minds are limited. And the ego's domain is, is in the mind. It, it loves to be there and it loves to do that, the work to kind of keep you in confusion or keep you worried or afraid in an attempt to keep you safe and protected and playing small and keep you from taking risks. The ego will convince you at the level of the mind to go for certain dreams and not go for others to align with certain visions and not align with others. The ego is very convincing and it can actually disguise itself as love as well. So it can be very confusing. That's why I often say to people like, let's get out of your head and into your heart and let's lead from there because we confuse knowledge in the head with knowing in the heart and knowing can go beyond the limitations of the mind. The knowing in the heart can actually bypass all of those filters, the fear, the anxiety, the worry, the concern, the limited programming. Your heart can actually bypass all of that. So what you're really then doing is tapping into your heart, which is a direct bridge to the divine, which is the direct bridge to spirit, guiding you, leading you, directing you. It requires... A letting go, it requires a deep surrender. Living life by divine is not an easy path. And in fact, it's actually a very destructive path in the beginning. Because what you're doing is kind of unraveling and unwinding and, and dismantling and blasting the foundation that you've been standing on for a long time. So... It's also challenging everything that you've been holding as true for you, whether it's true or not. It's true in the eyes of the beholder. So when you shift from life by default, which is asleep at the wheel, living unconsciously, into life by design, life by design allows us to wake up to realize that we're actually more of a contributor to the reality that we're living. We actually are creating the life that's in front of us in some ways. We're actually in charge or, or influencing or impacting the life as it's presenting itself in front of us. So in Life by Design, we have the idea of manifesting. We have the idea of making things happen. We have the idea of creating the life that we love, all those things. So we feel in charge, but it's still on a human level. On a human level, we feel in charge. We feel connected to the divine. We feel connected to God, to the universe, to the spirit, but we still feel in charge. We, we feel like we are actually making something happen. And it is true when you are living life by design, that's your experience. 
But who's really doing the orchestrating? You as your human self or you as your divinity, your divine self. Because spirit always meets us where we're at. Spirit will meet us in our humanness and remind us of our divinity. But in order to go from living life by default to life by divine, there needs to be an in-between ground, and that's that life by design. We need to go into this space where we realize, actually, we, we actually are more in control than we realize. We're actually creating our reality based on our beliefs and our thoughts and our emotions and our vibration. But if we're recognizing that at the level of the human mind, it's a step toward embracing our humanness and embodying our divinity. It's a step toward it, but it still requires an unwinding at the level of the mind. I'm giving you a lot of pieces all at once here. So just take little pieces, take what you can. The rest are seeds just being planted in the mind. When we are moving through life, life has a way of directing us. And the directions are based on our thoughts and our beliefs and our emotions. Absolutely. Our vibration. Yes, absolutely. And the more and more we surrender, the more and more we clear that intuitive channel, the more and more we allow the divine to work through us, the more clear those directions become. And we are so much more open to redirections or course corrections. So when we're living life by design and we're kind of joining our humanness, but we're really still in our humanness, but recognizing that, hey, there's a bigger force here working through me. I actually have way more influence than I realized in my life. And a lot of people are in this space right now, a lot more people stepping into it. That's where the law of attraction is coming in. That's where the law of vibration, manifesting, all those kinds of things are coming in. Where people get stuck is that they think that's the last step. That's where they need to be and that's where they want to stay. And in some ways, the ego will hijack that, make you want to stay there. Because why would you let go of that illusion of control again? Because in the beginning, life by default, you feel out of control. You're trying to control, but you feel out of control. Life by design gives you a sense of control again. It gives you a sense of purpose, meaning, and impact and influence, knowing that you're actually influencing and you can change your circumstances based on what you think and feel, what you believe. So there is an illusion of control in this stage. But when you shift to life by divine, you're surrendering that control and you're surrendering it over completely. And the truth is, at any time, you are either in a place of control, trying to control, or you are trusting. You can't have control and trust in the same room at the same time. It's one or the other. 
So if you're in life by design and you're manifesting and you're creating these things and then there's nothing wrong with that stage, it's an important stage because we're, what we're doing is unwinding any limitations or any beliefs in the mind that make you feel powerless or helpless or hopeless or a victim of life circumstances. So it's an important stage for people to move into, but you need to know that you can't camp out and stay there. Eventually, we'll all be asked to move to life by divine, which is letting go of the idea of manifesting on a human level and allowing the divinity that is within each of us, that is the essence of who we are, to guide and lead the way. So we shift from our human self to our divine self, leading and guiding fully. So there's a real fine line there. And, and when people are in life by design, living that way, they're shifting between the two latter stages, the life by divine and life by design. It's common to shift head to heart, maybe a little bit more hard and then maybe a little bit ahead and kind of go back and forth. When we shift into life by divine, you're really getting to a place where you let go of all of that control. You let go of your human goals and your human dreams and your human ideas and agendas and preferences and all of that. This is where we can really be open to spiritual redirection. Spiritual redirection is when the universe is giving us a course correction or changing gears altogether, changing directions altogether. So for example, I haven't shared this with a lot of people yet because this is all just fresh and new. I literally, we just got, I just got clear on the guidance in the last couple of weeks. After everything that went down on Turks and Caicos, I was kind of recovering from all of that. And again, all of these juggling balls are all suspended up in the air. I don't know which one is coming down. And we hadn't started building down there yet. We hadn't started the healing center. We hadn't, we'd been guided to pause on that. So everything was kind of up in the air. And then we had this whole experience at the condo with the strata and with everything else. And I realized in all of that, as we were letting go, that it was time to really let go of the dream around Turks and Caicos. And it, I wasn't in that, in that moment, it wasn't like, okay, it's not going to happen. It's just like, okay, I need to give over any of my attachments, any of my agenda, my ideas, anything that I have that I'm holding in relationship to Turks and Caicos. I surrendered it all over to spirit. And what I was shown was to let go of all of it. I, I knew we were going to send the, sell the condo after everything that went on and, and the circumstances that are still in place there. I knew we were going to let go of the condo. But what I didn't realize is that the guidance would come in to sell the land. So there goes the idea of the healing center in Turks and Caicos. At this point, I don't know what's going to happen. But at this point, it appears that that is, I'm getting a redirect around that. So I'm following. And it requires deep trust because one, I've told a lot of people, two, people are asking, three, 
you know, I, I just have to go along for the ride. <laughs> Sometimes on a human level, we're not meant to know, but I'm getting glimpses and ideas and a sense of the purpose behind it. I can't articulate it all yet because I'm still in process around it. Over the weekend, we, we had listed the lots. We had two lots down there, two pieces of land. And we ended up listing it. We were waiting to list the condo because we have some work to do on it. And over the weekend, I was, we were kind of going back and forth and I kept changing my mind. I'm like, well, maybe we're not meant to, or maybe we are. So my husband's very patient because he recognizes now that when I, when I get clear in my heart and there's no objections in my mind, there's no attachments, there's no fear, there's nothing. It's just clear direction and I'm crystal. Like there's no, I'm unwavering. When I'm processing and I'm still trying things on in my mind and let going, letting go of some of my attachments, there's a process I go through and I try on different scenarios. And the beautiful thing is he kind of comes along with me and allows me to try on these different scenarios. And it's helpful for me because what I need in order to unwind my mind from any attachments or any kind of holding I have is to try on sometime the extreme. Okay, well, what if we keep the land? Okay, what if we sell the land? What if we build? What if we don't build? So what if we sell everything? So in that process of trying on all these things, what it's doing in my mind is swinging from one end of the pendulum to another end of the pendulum, to another pendulum altogether, and then to the other end of that pendulum. So there's this process that happens in the mind. And I know what happens for a lot of different people as well where we try things on, unwind from it, get clear about where our attachments are, and then we can let it go. And then we try something else on. The ego loves to use this as well to kind of keep us really stuck. So I need to be able to dance with the pendulum swing and go with it so that I can actually fully unwind my mind. And I can process any emotions that come up around it as well. So there may be a little bit of grief or there may be a little bit of guilt or there may be a little bit of shame, whatever it is that comes in when you're unwinding, it's important to create space for the emotions. So the ego will get us kind of caught up in the emotions because you'll have these swings in the mind and you think, oh, well, maybe, maybe the, the guidance is to hold on to it. So if I have that thought, I just allow myself to go there. Okay, what if it is? not to sell. How do I feel about that? What comes up for me around that? Well, what if it is to sell? How do I feel about that? What comes up for me around that? And when we create space to feel the emotions and feel the layers and witness the thoughts and process what's present, then we actually help ourselves, assist ourselves to unwind quicker. And as long as we don't get caught up in the emotion of guilt or shame or blame or whatever else is coming up, sadness, as long as we don't get caught up and choke it, kind of choke that emotion instead of feeling it, then the ego doesn't have a point of weakness. So there's no emotion that's bad. There's no thought that's bad. It's just if it's even an ego thought, if it's a fear-based thought, it's okay don't avoid it. Don't candy coat it. Don't bury it down. Acknowledge it. Witness it. Process any feelings around it. 
let it move through you like a flushing through, a washing through. It's in that space where we allow ourselves to feel what we feel, to move through the emotions, to kind of do that back and forth if we need to. And then we can be open to those redirections and these course corrections. So over the weekend, I had to surrender it all again because I had different people kind of coming to me and, and, and kind of creating these worst case scenarios. Well, what if, and I really had to like surrender over their fears or their thoughts or their concerns and really go into the space of spirit. You're holding this. I have no idea. You show me the way, show me a sign, give me clear direction, whatever it is you need me to do. Show me because on a human level with my human mind as my filter, I know it's limited and I don't want to be operating from that place anymore. I want to live life by divine 100%. I want all my decisions to be from that place. So I wanted to make sure I wasn't just having a knee jerk reaction and selling everything because of everything that went on the last six months. And it, Took me a little bit of time, but I got clear. And then the moments of doubt that came in were other people's doubts. So I had to process their doubts and release them, give them back. And then I had to process any of my own doubts that rose up. Because if someone else's doubt bumps up against yours and you feel doubt, one of two things has happened. You either taken on their doubt or it's bumping up against your own in which case you need to process your own. And sometimes that's just a matter of softening around the doubt, going, I don't care to hold this doubt. It's not mine, or it doesn't, it doesn't serve me in this moment. I choose to trust and we forgive it all over, let it wash up and out. Sometimes it's as easy as that and it clears. Other times it's a conversation. Other times it's a bit of journaling or processing. The key is, to be open, to be curious, and to be willing. An open mind, an open heart, a curious mind, and a willingness. That's the recipe to allow you to move through this with more grace, ease, and flow. Now, when I say you move through with ease and grace, it doesn't mean it's easy we can be facing a challenging situation and move through it with as much ease and grace as possible, but it doesn't mean it's easy. And that has been my experience for the last six months. It has been a really challenging path. And, and I've talked to a few people and I've just said, you know, it's, it's, it's took, it took every ounce of energy I had to hold myself in alignment. And when I've, wavered or when the ego took over, it took everything I had to bring myself back. I did a lot of heart work in the last six months, a lot, a lot of, but it strengthened me. It's created a sense of courage that I didn't have before. It's I've grown by going through this in many ways, in many ways I can't even articulate yet. I just feel different. When I came back to BC, and now that I'm here, in the last week or two, I felt like there's this 
full renovation happening of everything, a, a full course correction of everything. There's things on my website I was guided to take down. There's certain things that I was planning to do. I've just, I've been guided to take off my plate and everything still feels up in the air because there's still things that I'm discerning around. I'm still getting clear around. So there's a lot of course corrections right now. There's a lot of redirects for me right now. So at this point, we are guided to sell everything in Turks and Caicos. And we're actually looking at buying a place here. Not what I thought I'd be doing. Not what I planned to be doing. But this is what's guided. And when I really align with the true guidance in my heart, everything that I'm feeling right now, it feels really clear. And it actually feels really kind. And it's interesting because when I look back at when I first, when we first went down to Turks and Caicos and everything that was going on for us at that time as a family and as me individually, as well as family, it was a very different time. It was four years ago. And even the vision of the healing center and the retreat center, a lot has happened in four years, not just for me, but for all of humanity. So at the time where I was getting the guidance, healing center there, possibly healing center here, I've just, I was really kind of getting these visions. I was open to them, but I wasn't attached to them. I was sharing about them, but not a whole lot until we did the Caribbean life show and then everybody figured it out, but that, that's interesting. So when it comes to these redirections, it's not only based on what's happening for you in your humanness or me and my humanness and my experience of my family and my surroundings and my community and my business, all of the stuff that's directly connected to me is, is taken into consideration by the divine, but it's also the divine is also taking into consideration everything that's happened globally as far as all of humanity goes. So right now, even with what happened in Turks and Caicos, at the very last moment, some people shifted gears in a way that surprised me. And at first it was baffling. Baffling was my favorite word for the last six months. However, what I realized is that People are just going to do what they do and people are going to make decisions based on their human experience and their human limitations and their thoughts and their beliefs and their programming and everything else. And when people make decisions based on fear, it impacts everybody. So when some of those things happened, and all the things that are happening right now all around the world, it creates these spiritual redirections and course corrections for everyone. So you may be going along, focusing on a goal, focusing on an intention, and all of a sudden spirit's like, okay, you got to go this way now. Let all of that go. You need to take a hard right turn 
and go in a completely different direction. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to listen to the guidance and follow those directions? Are you open? Or are you really focused on the goal? So if I was really focused on the goal, it's the healing center, it's Turks and Caicos, that's it, done. I wouldn't have been open to these redirections. Everything that's happening right now in the world is happening based on everything that's being orchestrated. So we have this divine orchestration that's happening. The divine is guiding us and leading us. And some of us are listening and some of us are not. But every decision, every single one of us makes influences the whole, impacts the whole of humanity and Mother Earth and everything else. So everything that's going on in the U.S., everything that's going on overseas, everything that's going on in every country, everywhere, will influence the spiritual redirections and course corrections. So right now, my energy is being taken away from Turks and Caicos and being directed to speaking on global stages and traveling more that way. So I won't be traveling to Turks and Caicos. I'll be traveling to other places and speaking. That's where I'm really feeling my spirit is directing me. That's where I really feel right now that's why I'm most needed. And that can change as well. So I need to be open to that, but not attached to that. I need to be curious about it, but not set in my ways around it and not kind of, okay, that's my goal. Therefore I'm, I'm attached to the outcome or I'm going to focus on the outcome. I'm just going to focus on the moment and I get the breadcrumb directions moment to moment. And that's all I can really do. So where do we go from here? I don't know. Where do you go from here? You can't know. On a human level, you can't know. You can get glimpses. You can get ideas. But the thing with this is the divine will give you directions based on what you need in order to heal and awaken to the truth. So I needed to move in that direction of Turks and Caicos in a healing center for me personally. Others needed me to go there. Others needed me to move in that direction. And now uh, the circumstances have changed and the divine is like, okay, it's no longer that way. Now you need to go this way. You need to let all of that go and take a hard right. And that's what I'm doing. And in that redirect, there's a lot of course corrections. There's a lot of things that are being let go of. There's a lot of things that are being removed from my schedule, from my commitment, from like everything. It's very curious. There's a lot falling away right now. And I have no idea what will be left. But I'm trusting. I know that spirit won't lead me in the wrong direction. I know that 
the direction I'm being guided is serving everyone, including me. So I'm going to take a short break and then I want to go into the idea of the dance and the pendulum swings and really kind of honoring what you need in order to unwind and heal your mind in order to align with your heart. What do you need to get out of your head and into your heart to trust more, to allow the divine to guide you, lead you and direct you? What do you need to live life by divine? And I promise you're going to need spiritual redirection and course corrections. We all need that. And I'm going to explain a little bit more why when we come back from the break. Heart-Led Living Intuition Academy with Sue DeMay is a unique, unschooling experience designed to unwind, clear, and align your intuitive channel. And the doors are open for you now. Experience unwavering faith and deep trust in your intuition as you strengthen your connection to source, allowing you to walk through every moment with more peace, confidence, clarity, and certainty. Experience this deep personal transformation with Sue's guidance including the option to share what you learn as a certified intuitive coach. This is your time to unwind and reprogram your mind, to rebuild your foundation and realign with your intuitive heart. Enrollment is now open. Apply today at heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Again, that's heartledliving.com forward slash intuition academy. Welcome back. You're listening to Life by Divine, and I am your host, Sue Dumay. Today, I've been talking about how to navigate spiritual redirections and course corrections. It's when the divine, the universe, God says, okay, enough of that path, time to go right, time to go left, time to stop. Whatever it is, the redirect is purposeful. It is for your highest good and for the highest good of all. Spirit the divine is always operating on behalf of everyone, everywhere, all together, all at once, including you. So there's times where you're going to feel that you're on a, a trajectory toward something, toward a goal, toward a vision, toward a, an outcome. And suddenly you'll get that internal GPS saying, course correction, turn right. And if you're in that space where you're like, but, but, but I'm moving toward this, but I'm attached to this, but you said I need this, then you'll get caught up there and you'll stay in confusion and the ego will hijack you there. It becomes a point of weakness or will force and then it'll feel heavy. It'll become harder. Remember, there's no right or wrong path. So you can continue on that path and ignore the course correction. You can ignore the redirection and it's not wrong because spirit will meet you where you're at and give continue to give you directions. Spirit might continue to, to get you to go off to the right, but you keep holding steady on that straight course. It's going to invite you to turn right the next time. And it's going to invite you to turn right again. It's going to invite you to turn right again. So there's no right or wrong path. There's powerful lessons either way. The, most direct path 
to your personal awakening, full awakening to the truth of who you are, is when we follow the divine. The most indirect path is when we align with ego and find our way that way. We get a lot of detours. We'll have a lot of obstacles. We'll hit some speed bumps, maybe a couple walls along the way. We have to climb over some mountains, maybe dig our way underneath them. It's a more challenging path in a way of being guided by fear, guided by the ego. However, it's not wrong. There's some powerful lessons in that. So in that moment, when you're going along and you're getting clear and you have clarity, you're getting clear directions from your heart. And the moment that you have doubt or fear, just pause. Very first thing, pause, tune into it. This is coming from the ego. Where, where am I feeling the fear? What is it about? What's really kind of, where is it rooted? Is it rooted in something in the past? Is it just, is it a redirect by spirit or is it the ego just showing me where I'm afraid? So divine discernment in that is essential. And that's something I'm, I'm really able to help people feel because I can feel it within you and I can shine light on it for you and create awareness. So this is what it feels like. Divine discernment feels like this. The ego feels like this. So there's people that can help you tune into that. And then there's the practice for yourself. Just keep practicing. But the key is to pause and tune in and ask and, and feel into it, create awareness around it. The more you create awareness, the more you practice, the more confident you'll become in your ability to divinely discern for yourself. But in the beginning, sometimes you may need to join. Or if you have an attachment to an outcome, if you have an attachment to a vision or a dream, then you may need to join with somebody else as well, because that attachment will close the mind. It will keep the mind closed and the heart can't speak. The heart can't get enough volume or get the message through. Because in the mind, we have an objection or an attachment or an agenda. So when we have our own agenda and attachment and preferences, then we actually closed some of the message from the heart. So we're closed off to actually hearing, sensing, knowing feeling the message from the heart because the knowledge in our head gets in the way the knowledge in our mind gets in the way of the knowing it blocks it or it is filtered through when we are open to redirections they can come in very subtly or they come come in very obviously a lot of times we'll get these like doors slammed in our face. If we, if, if it's a hard course correction, sometimes spirit will actually slam the door in our face and say, not that direction, not that way. And that can show up as getting fired from a job or not getting a job that you want or not getting a, a path, like not being able to go on a certain path. It can look like a busy signal when you call someone, it's like, can't even reach them. Uh, an email bouncing back. Those are opportunities to pause and just ask, you know, what is actually closing this door? Is this spirit closing the door or is this ego closing that door because of fear? So there's a beautiful discernment there. 
require. But you have to pause first. You have to pause and create some awareness and be open and curious and willing. Your willingness to heal the mind, your willingness to get out of your head and into your heart, your willingness to live life by divine requires a willingness to surrender over your personal agenda, your ideas, your beliefs, your thoughts, your dreams, your visions, all of it. Now, some of you that are listening may not be ready to do that. So just do it within the areas of your life that you're willing. Maybe you're willing to do it with a small area of your life, one aspect of your life, one relationship in your life. Just start somewhere. I'm at the point where I'm, I literally have offered over my whole entire life. Like, here's my life. Guide me, lead me. I offer you my everything. Guide me and lead me in the direction that is serving all of humanity, including me. And that's where I'm at right now is a really interesting place of redirect around all aspects. There's a real sense of coming home at the same time as a sense of letting go. It's a very interesting dance right now for me. And I used to have a lot of loss. I used to feel a lot of loss or sadness in letting go. I don't feel that so much anymore. Like even letting go of all of Turks and Caicos and Turks and Caicos stuff. I feel really clear. I know I'm going to go back and visit. I have lots of friends there now. I, there's some really beautiful spots. I probably will do a retreat here and there. I don't know. I have no idea. But it's. I don't feel like I'll never go back. But there's definitely a redirect. There's definitely a shift in what I'm meant to be doing right now. And just when I was kind of opening my my life and my and my world to traveling and speaking on more stages, doing more global traveling for speaking. I've, I had an opportunity come in. So that's how the universe kind of directs us as well. So I have an opening and then an opportunity shows up. And sometimes the opportunity will show up in order to create the opening for you to let go of the other pieces. And that's kind of how it came in for me. It came in just before I went to Turks and Caicos this time. I had this opportunity to come in. And then when I was there, kind of had another conversation about it and kind of, I could see how it would open up something new and different. And it would require me to travel differently than before. So I really am open to following the guidance and I'm not attached to any one thing. The challenge is when I used to actually share a lot with a lot of people. I used to share what guidance I would have. And then I ended up having these redirections and I would let go of that. So I kind of would have the appearance of being a little bit flaky. So like, oh, I'm going toward this. Now I'm going to do this. So now I'm going to do this. And now I'm going to do this. So I stopped sharing until I was guided to share one piece. That that was a big difference. It's like me sharing just out of habit or just for the sake of sharing or because ego wanted me to share. So I really was discerning around that now. So the challenge with sharing everything when we have these redirects is then it creates the space for guilt or shame around not fulfilling something or not following through with something. 
And Elizabeth Gilbert did this talk. She talked about two types of creators, people that create or make things happen. And there's these, there's the jackhammer who focuses on one spot and jackhammers it and just goes to town and makes something happen, but they're focused or laser focused on one thing. And then there's the hummingbird. And that's me. I'm very much a hummingbird where you go from one flower to the next, to the next, to the next, and you kind of pollinate a lot of things. And sometimes you stay and watch it grow and watch it, watch it evolve. And then other times you kind of just start with something and then you let it go and someone else takes over. So I'm very much a hummingbird. There's certain aspects of my business that are, are a foundation that I, that I, at this time, I don't feel are going anywhere. However, there's other aspects of my business that are very much like me being a hummingbird. And I'll dip into something and I'll work with two or three people or I'll work with a group for a period of time. And then I'm to let that go. I could keep it as an offering on my website, but it's not guided to. So I let it go. And in, in, in the past, sometimes too, even working with a coach or working with other people, they're like, well, just leave it there. Just leave it there. There's nothing wrong with putting it, leaving it on your website. And I'm like, well, there is because energetically I've got no spark for it. I've got no joy around it. I've got no intention around it so it doesn't serve to have just have it there so I take it down and that's been my process so if you go to the website and you see certain things a couple weeks ago you would have seen the Machu Picchu spiritual pilgrimage in November I even shared about it recently and I've been guided to take that down because there's another opportunity for me to speak at another event in another country in that time. So I'm open to redirects. And I'm at the point where I don't care so much what other people think about my kind of changing gears, because I know in my heart, it's a course correction. And I know that I'm being guided by the divine. And I know that it doesn't always make sense in my head. But I trust that it's it's in service to everybody, including me. So I follow the guidance, no matter what. And that's my invitation for you, is to be open to the redirects, to feel what you need to feel around it, to feel the sense of loss or grief of letting go of some of those things that maybe you had some attachment to, or maybe you were kind of really relying on that outcome because you had this whole vision or dream built up around it. You need to be wide open to anything. Be attached to nothing. Be open to those redirections. Take inspired action only. Let spirit guide you, direct you, lead you. Let the divine be the force that animates you in every action, in every choice, in every decision. May you trust so deeply that you don't question. And when you do question, may you be willing to process the thoughts, the beliefs, the programming that is preventing you from stepping into the guidance fully and saying yes to it. Your life is your classroom and it's designed for your deepest healing and your greatest awakening. And what you need in your classroom is different than what everyone else needs in their classroom. However, 
There's a global orchestration happening by the divine. And that influences everyone's life everywhere. It will influence yours. It will influence mine. It will influence every one of us directly or indirectly. And that divine orchestration is operating on behalf of all of humanity. So we have these spiritual redirections and course corrections for our personal life from the divine. And then there's the global spiritual redirection, global course corrections based on what everyone is choosing in every moment. That that all influences everything. So I'm just giving you a perspective of there's purpose in it for your life and there's purpose in it for everyone's life. And on a human level, looking at our own personal life, we can't possibly have that perspective on a human level. When we have a clear channel, when we are open to letting the divine lead our life through our heart, then we're tapping into that divine global orchestration. And that's where we can all operate on behalf of everyone, everywhere, all together, all at once. So all that's happened in the last three or four years, for me personally, but also for everyone on the planet and everything on the planet, that is why my guidance is being changed right now. In my own personal life, my own personal work, as well as on a global scale. I'm being redirected. You may be being redirected as well. And I'm going to encourage you to trust and follow those redirects. And that requires deep trust, blind faith, awareness, a willingness, a commitment to follow, It requires all of us to be wildly open and deeply curious. And it requires us not to be attached to any outcomes, dreams, preferences, visions. Otherwise, the ego will have us hold on longer than we're meant to. So for me, the gradual kind of letting go of the Turks and Caicos vision of having a healing center there, it, it has happened over the last year. Because we had a pause, a strong pause last, we were about to build, we had everything ready to go, we were about to build last February, March. And then the building permit took a little longer, there was a few delays, and then the timing felt a little off. So we took we had a pause. So I felt a strong pause, a clear pause. And then other things were opening up for my career. So I I couldn't go back to do the build. So we're like, we need to pause. We need to wait until we're clear. It was a slow, gradual unwinding. And at the same time, based on everybody's actions and non-actions, choices and non-choices, everyone's choice for love and everyone's choice for fear, it influences everything. And here we are in this space of clearly being guided to let go. Yesterday I had, no, it was actually this morning. 
I had someone reach out and say, you know, maybe you're not meant to sell the land. Maybe you just hold on to the land for longer. And I had to, again, I could feel their doubt. Then I could feel my own doubt. So I created space for my own doubt to wash up. And then I surrendered it all back over to spirit and say, okay, show me a sign. You guide me. You lead me. Let me see this clearly through your eyes. What would you have me do? And I just got, let it go and trust. And within an hour, maybe an hour and a half of that, my realtor called me up and said, we had an offer on the two two land lots and they basically sold within an hour. They were listed for four days. So I took that as a sign that I'm on track. This is the course correction. This is the redirect. Where it leads from here, I don't entirely know. I have a few little glimpses, but I'm not attached to those glimpses. I'm in deep trust and I'm wide open wildly open to see where the divine leads me now knowing that wherever it leads is for my highest good and the highest good of all and as much as i talk about that happening for me the divine does the same thing for you the same divine spirit that guides me is the same one that leads you and directs you question is How can you hear, sense, and know the divine guidance? It's about removing all of the obstacles, unwinding the mind, removing all of your blocks so that you can really get more and more clear and more and more confident in what it means to live life by divine, what it looks like, feels like, tastes like, what the experience is to really truly lead with your heart. And that's what I'm here to teach you. Every week on, these, on this radio show, when you listen to the podcast replay, if you feel guided to come to my website and join the membership, there's an open level membership, which is free. There's the dive deep with me if you want to do the expansion level membership and get access to me to actually help you directly on live weekly calls to help you get out of your head and into your heart and live life by divine. If I'm meant to be your mighty companion, in your heart and alone. Otherwise, I invite you to continue to join me each week in whatever capacity you're guided to. And just know that every time we share this time together, there's a gift somewhere in it for you. And I invite you to take it into your heart and integrate the messages. Do something with them. Follow your heart. Follow the guidance. I love you. I appreciate you. I see you. I honor you. Until next week, love and blessings. You've been listening to Life by Divine with your host, Sue DeMay. Shift your consciousness from head to heart and enliven your soul as you discover how to lead with your heart and live your own life by divine. Join Sue in the growing global heart-led living community at heartledliving.com. That is heartledliving.com.